Wait, what? So this happened. I'm Rachel Vallisnor, and this is the podcast Hell is Not the End, although it feels like just the beginning sometimes. Is anything really the end, though? This podcast is meant to explore the limitless possibilities of one's own soul. Why do people do bad things? Why are there countless happenings beyond understanding? Why, when we are cautioned not to do something, do we just do it anyway? The definition of curiosity, a strong desire to know or learn something. There you have it. I will curiously explore why. Hell is not the end. Stephen Gregory Stainer was born on April 18, 1965 in Merced, California. He was the third of five children to Delbert and Kay Stainer. He had an older brother and a sister and two younger sisters. On December 4, 1972, when Stephen was seven years old, Stephen was approached by a stranger while on his way home from school. The stranger was an acquaintance to, to a known child rapist, Kenneth Parnell. The stranger would later be described as simple-minded, trusting, and even naive. Parnell had friended him and convinced him to abduct a boy so that he could raise him religiously, as Parnell convinced him he was in fact a minister. Not sure exactly how child abduction comes up as normal conversation. Under Parnell's order, his simple-minded lackey hands out religious literature to entice young boys into religion under a minister that would change their lives. When he sees Stephen, the stranger-slash-lackey represents himself as a church representative seeking donations. He asks Stephen if he thought his mom might want to be willing to donate any items to his church. Stephen told him that he thought his mom would like to donate to a church. Stephen was then offered a ride home to talk to his mom. Stephen agrees to the ride home. Parnell pulls up to take Stephen home. So it's been stated that Stephen gets into Parnell's car willingly, which I find issues with this wording. It sounds like victim blaming a seven-year-old boy, which disgusts me to no end. He was obviously trusting towards adults. This poor kid had no doubt that he was doing a good thing for a church and had no idea what was about to happen. Parnell doesn't take him home but to his own secluded cabin and molest him that night. Unknown to Stephen, this cabin is around a few hundred feet from his maternal grandmother. Thirteen days into Stephen's abduction and kidnapping, Parnell begins raping Stephen. Stephen tried to tell Parnell that he desperately needed to get back to his home and to his family. After a while, Parnell tells Stephen that he now had legal custody of him, blaming his family for giving him up because his parents were overwhelmed, having too many kids to care and pay for. Parnell told Stephen that his family no longer wanted him anymore. Parnell gives Stephen a new name, Dennis Gregory Parnell. Parnell maintains his middle name and his real birth date while enrolling him in school over the next seven years. He portrays himself as Stephen's father and moves quite frequently throughout the state of California. Parnell could not keep a job and left Stephen home alone quite often. Parnell pushed Stephen to drink and smoke at a young age and allowed him to come and go as he pleased, like a false sense of trust in him. As an adult, this will later haunt Stephen. He was not mature enough to realize that an opportunity to escape may have been possible being left alone. One positive thing that Parnell did for Stephen was give him a dog companion, who he named Queenie. The dog had been a gift from Parnell's mother to him, not knowing Stephen was even in the picture. 
When Stephen was nine years old, a woman lived with them for a period of 18 months. Stephen was raped by the pair approximately nine times. After the woman had lived with them after a while, Parnell convinced her to lure another young boy into their ugly, disgusting world. This attempt would not be successful. This woman would later claim that she had no idea that Dennis, slash Stephen, had been kidnapped child. What does that matter? How about don't rape children? As Stephen gets older, entering puberty, Parnell decides he needs a younger victim. Parnell starts to use Stephen to gain the trust of younger victims. Because these attempts never work, he blames Stephen as an unworthy accomplice. Stephen would later state that he intentionally messed up these attempted abductions because he didn't want any other kid to suffer what he did. On February 14, 1980, Parnell, along with a friend of Stevens, kidnaps a five-year-old boy, Timothy White, from Ukiah, California. This gives Stephen the motivation and courage to try and escape and return this boy back to his family. On March 1, 1980, while Parnell is off at work, Stephen takes Timothy and they hitchhike into the main part of Ukiah. Stephen, not knowing Timothy's home address, tells Timothy to enter the police station to ask for help, but Stephen does not go inside with him. Police officers spot him and decide to detain both boys. Stephen then tells them who Timothy is and has his chance to tell the officers his own true story. On March 2, 1980, Parnell is arrested for abducting Stephen and Timothy. When the officers start digging into Parnell's past, they discover a convicted sodomy charge from 1951. Both Stephen and Timothy are reunited with their families the very same day. In 1981, Parnell will be tried and convicted for the kidnapping of both Stephen and Timothy in separate trials. He was sentenced to only seven years and is paroled in only five years. Are you kidding me? The simple-minded accomplice and Stephen's friend who both worked to abduct younger boys to please Parnell would both be convicted of lesser charges. The woman who raped Stephen nine times over 18 months would never be charged. Stephen would even express empathy for Parnell's simple-minded accomplice, stating that he was as much of a victim of Parnell's as he and Timothy were. Stephen's kidnapping and aftermath would prompt California lawmakers to change state laws to allow consecutive prison sentences in similar abduction cases. When Stephen returns to his family, it proves to be a hard adjustment. He had been gone for seven years and was already drinking and smoking. His parents treated him as a seven-year-old who had disappeared. Yet in Stephen's mind, he felt like a 14-year-old adult. It will take a while to get back to their normal routine. Stephen spent years blaming himself and wishing things were different. What victim doesn't? Endless questions of what could have been different, right? Stephen did get counseling at first, but did not pursue long-term help, partly because he did not want to discuss the extent of his abuse. His father was not like he remembered. His father didn't encourage counseling, and Stephen would be bullied and taunted at school for being the sexually abused kid, causing Stephen to drop out. Stephen will start drinking heavily, and his father kicks him out of the house. Their relationship will never recover. In 1985, Stephen marries Jody Edmondson, and they have two children. 
He worked with child abduction groups, would speak to children about personal safety, and would give interviews about his own kidnapping. In early 1989, Stephen was an advisor on a miniseries based on his own story. I know my first name is Stephen. He also appeared in a non-speaking part. Stephen was mostly pleased with the production, but was concerned how he himself was portrayed. He felt his character was portrayed as rude and disrespectful to his own parents. On September 16, 1989, Stephen is hit by a car while on his motorcycle driving home from work. At this time, Stephen was working at a pizza shop. This collision is a hit-and-run fatal tragedy. Some witnesses state that the driver was identified, but I haven't found any information to support this. 500 people attend his funeral, and, and Timothy, the boy he rescued, is a pallbearer in his funeral. Timothy was now 14 years old, the age Stephen was when he escaped his kidnapper. Enter Conspiracy Corner. or sexual assaults of his victims, just the kidnappings. Something about the statutes of limitations and the fine line of jurisdictions, blah, blah, blah. In 2004, when Parnell was 72 years old, he asks his nurse to solicit a young boy for him in exchange for $500. The nurse, knowing his history, would report this to the police. Good for her. Timothy would be called to his trial and all of his and Stephen's horrors would be rehashed. How is it justified that Parnell only serves a measly five years in prison? I don't think his predatory behavior took a break from his last trial to this incident. I think this was just the first time he got caught. Creeping out. Stephen's older brother, Carrie, is a serial killer. He was 11 years old when Stephen was taken. Carrie felt neglected over these seven years that Stephen was gone, with his parents focusing on Stephen's return. So, Carrie was living with his own uncle at the time Stephen was kidnapped, and he would later state that he was being molested by his own uncle at the time. Carrie attempted suicide in 1991 and was arrested for possession of meth and marijuana in 1997. These charges would be dropped. Between 1997 and 1999, Carrie kills four women near Yosemite National Park and is sentenced to death. Two victims were burned, one victim's throat was slit, and one was decapitated. His victims were 15, 16, 26, and 42 years of age. Carrie would state that he had been fantasizing about killing women since he was 7 years old, long before Stephen's kidnapping. He requests child pornography in exchange for his confession. This request doesn't happen. He does plead guilty by reason of insanity from years of sexual abuse and had manifested his fantasies into murder, but this does not fly. He remains on death row to this day. My hope is that no one has to live in fear, ever. As always, I will never give up. 
and read the signs. Special thanks to all my reading materials I could get my hands on, internet mostly, thanks to wikipedia.org. Thanks so much for listening. I am Rachel Vallis-Nor, and this is the podcast, Hell is Not the End.